welcome to The Flute Show with Florence Estrin. I'm Robert Estrin, your host. And today's subject is how to warm up your flute. Well, the first thing you might wonder is, why do you have to warm up a flute anyway? Well, I know actually a little bit about this being a French horn player, but let's hear from Florence about warming up your flute, some tips and tricks that you may have uh, learned along the way, and the importance of it. Why do, you, why do you even have to? Okay, well, first of all, the flute, normally most flutes are silver. Mine has a little bit of gold in the head joint, or a lot of gold in the head joint. <laughs> and uh, these, these metals conduct cold and hot. So if your flute becomes very, very cold, actually it, it affects the way it plays actually quite significantly. It actually changes the pitch. It lowers the pitch when the flute is very cold. So let me tell you one story. This happened to me many years ago uh, when I was living back east and, and my sister was giving her master's degree recital in double bass at Yale University. And one of the pieces she was playing, I was playing with her, it was a duet for the two of us. That's and, an interesting instrumentation. <laughs> and it, it's originally written for that. <laughs> Sideman duo for flute and double bass. Uh, it was a fun piece. But anyway, we got to this cavernous hall at Yale, which is all these massive stones. The buildings are all made of. It's really beautiful limestone, I believe. And uh, we get in there, and because this is the only event going on on this particular day, they didn't have the heat on. This was January in Connecticut, oh, man. okay? <laughs> and we're walking, we're trudging through the frozen snow. And we get there, walk into the building, and it's like, oh my, it feels about the same temperature as outside. So somebody finds the, the thermostat, turns the heat on. But it's a huge hall, so obviously it's not instantly getting very warm. And I pulled my flute out, played a note and a friend of mine who had perfect pitch was with me and said, why are you playing an A flat? And I said, I'm playing an A. That's how low my wow. flute was playing from the cold. So I'm like, oh my goodness, how am I going to deal with this? Because I have to play with another instrument. We have to play in tune. So um, I went backstage and I'm trying to warm up the flute, but you know, so how do you usually warm up okay, a flute? Okay, normally you don't have such an extreme situation. So say you're sitting in orchestra and you have a long stretch without any playing, and then you're going to come in and play, and you need to play in tune. And you don't want to have to be lipping up. You want to be able to play normally. Well, if, if you can get the flute warm with your breath. Now, it's also important that you don't do it in a way that makes a lot of noise. I've seen a lot of flute players do this. Well, that's totally inappropriate <laughs> on the stage. So instead, you just kind of very gently blow into the flute and cover, cover all the keys so that you're playing like a low B or a low C so that everything's closed, so that all of the air is just going through the tube and just very, very slowly. Pretty much silent. That's right. right. And I can actually feel, even here where we're not mm -hmm. in a cold environment, I can actually feel the difference in the tube. I can start wow. feeling it warm up. So that's the way to warm up the flute. Now, uh, my, my trick when we had this situation at Yale, because you might say, well, that wouldn't work for that situation, is I went backstage and found a radiator, an old style radiator, that I actually just leaned my flute against, which you know, warmed the whole thing up. And then I'm thinking, what's gonna happen when I go out on stage? <laughs> and I got out on stage and the stage lights were low enough and hot enough 
that it kept the flute warm enough that it lasted for the performance. And then I just froze through the rest of the concert <laughs> sitting in the audience. Uh, but the other thing I want to point out is it's not just a matter of warming up your flute. Before practicing or playing, obviously if you're going to play a concert, you want to warm up. You know, you want to be ready to play. But even if you're just about to practice, say, you know, a lot of, a lot of people live in cold environments in the winter, and or maybe they're in a place with really cold air conditioning, and you're backstage and your hands are like ice, plus when you're nervous, sometimes it makes it worse. Well, guess what you can do? You can find a restroom, you can find hot water. And, and if you can find a place where you can actually fill the sink so that you're not just pouring hot water, you know, so that it's not scalding hot, you just get it nice warm and you just keep your hands in there and warm them up because you will play better mm -hmm. if your hands are warmed up. I can tell you from playing French horn, another concern, and tell me if this is also something on the flute, you're sitting there and your horn gets cold and as soon as you start to play, your breath condenses and then you've got the gurgling, the water gets into mm -hmm. the, it condenses instantly. So you want to keep that horn warm so that you don't get water collecting. Right. Is that also a factor on the flute? It's it's a very big factor on the piccolo because mm -hmm. with the, I mean, well, it's a big factor on the flute too. Uh, because, yeah, it gets kind of waterlogged, but you're not going to get the same gurgling that you right. do <laughs> on a French horn uh, or even an oboe. An oboe sometimes, uh, right. you know, it'll get trapped in the key and it'll make horrible sounds, <laughs> you know. But with, with, with a flute, it can get bad enough that, especially if you're playing for an extended amount of time, mm -hmm. like an opera or something, the, the, the moisture can collect right here in the smallest tone hole opening. And guess what? It's like having that closed then. So right. it could literally take a C-sharp down wow. to a C because that's the difference between the two. Uh, now on piccolo, we have smaller tone holes and a much smaller instrument with this happening. And so even though my piccolo is a wood piccolo, and so we don't have the same cold compared to warm breath, it constantly is collecting moisture, mm -hmm. and and especially when you're playing in the the high notes, the third octave, it collects more, and you know it can it can really totally destroy a performance if you get right. Uh, so one of the things you do in that situation is first of all, I always have a cleaning cloth there when I'm not playing an orchestra. I'm taking it, I'm swabbing it out, uh, and then there's there's these. Uh, papers that you can get from music stores that are very thin and you can put them under uh, the, the key and press mm -hmm. down and that'll dry the pad. Now I think it's very important to get just papers, not powdered papers, because powdered papers, even though they might do the trick qu quicker to, to dry that, that pad, it's actually putting little pieces of powder on your pad and, and that's abrasive and so it will wear out your pad mm -hmm. sooner. Well this is really good advice. It's not just to be able to make the instrument respond better and better in tune, but it also is holistic to make you feel good when you play. Absolutely. So it has many benefits. Right. So I, and I'm sure this transfers to many instruments. Even pianists want to, you want to warm up your hands before you play oh, so absolutely. you don't do damage. Right. Thanks for this great information. I'm sure everybody appreciates it. Thanks once again, Florence Estrin. I'm Robert Estrin. We'll see you next time here at virtualsheetmusic.com, The Flute Show. Thank mm -hmm. you.